This week, we're finishing Poison Study by Maria Schneider, otherwise known as Two Dead Bodies on Aisle 5. Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. Part three. Speed run. (laughs) Uh, Katie's going to help me. So I I was in charge of scripting and I failed. uh, So I have bullet points. Failed sounds so aggressive. Like you, you have the main points. <laughs> There's like this is not English. <laughs> these, are, kinda... these aren't even sentences. These are just yeah. words strung together, <laughs> like general ideas. Uh, I, I like, kind of like Commander directs Valak to stay behind on the MD five trip. That's a thing. Oh, military district. Oh, I'm fucked up. Oh I'm my sorry. god, that's the most logical one in <laughs> that <there>. was me. <laughs> I thought you were just like speed typing like day and just missed all of the letters. <laughs> we're losing it uh, uh, yes. on this book. We're not, Which di- is wild. We were talking about this. This book deserves we, better. We are both really excited to reread this book. Too, yeah. And we're just kind of um, not. We're treading dying. water. Yeah. This is, we're not doing this book justice. No. Because it's so good. Like it's one of those books, though, that you just have to read yourself. Like just... It, Maybe ignore these past three episodes and yeah. just <laughs> like read this book yeah. because we're not we're not doing a good job of like selling no. it. I mm-hmm. felt like we sold a lot of other books that weren't even as good, good as this one. No, yeah. like we probably sold Stardust Thief better than this one. Than the, yeah. yeah. Uh, I almost feel like if you thought the fourth wing was lacking, you would like this one. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it has some of the same like uh, energy. Dun, 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 you know, I'm doing Italian hands right now. Mm-hmm. The uh, vibe yeah i agree it's because fourth wing was trying to be adult fantasy but Mm -hmm. was set younger yeah and this kind of feels like that yeah except it does it way better (laughs) way better yeah Um, and i was noticing on this read through Mm -hmm. that the language is a little bit more casual simple i can see that yeah um it's easy to read mm -hmm. i feel like i didn't oh my god what the hell is that word kept getting shadow and bone energy on this book Oh, I could see that too. I feel like there's another book that has the same energy as this one. I what? can't think of it at all. I couldn't even give you a genre. It, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're I yeah, there is nothing going on. It's like a hamster wheel in my brain right now. Yeah. And the hamster is like being flung around. So- I- <laughs> Pictured a poor little hamster. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's my brain right now. <laughs> just stumbling and flying yep. off the wheel. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Hamsters getting yeeted. <laughs> Jordan has been like stress playing with his towel. It's, it's now covering. It's a napkin, Katie. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> part three. <laughs> Readers, Anyways. thanks for sticking with us on this book. Yeah. Just read the book. Don't even listen to us. Yeah, and if you are listening and have listened to the previous two, thank yeah. you. I, yeah, honestly, you're doing God's work right now. <laughs> Let's kick it off. Yep. We left off where the commander is being super weird with saying, hey, guys, let's have the Southern delegation come up and mm-hmm. there's going to be a huge delegation dinner. And I don't know that we've gone over it, but there is no 
relationship between Ixia. What is the name of this fucking country? I think um, it's Ixia. Ixia? Yeah. Ixia? Again, there's a bunch of vowels and I don't know I how think, to put them together. Do you remember that book where we're like, we need a map and there's actually a map the whole time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this book has something. Nope, no map. All right, oh. we're good. <laughs> 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 okay, no. <laughs> so, uh, Ixia and then the Southern Land. Uh, southern Land is open to magic mm-hmm. and is full yeah. of magicians. Yeah. Therefore, no relationship with the North, which is like, no, we're the military and no. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Basically, all the magicians fled South when mm-hmm. the war happened. Um, and meanwhile, General Bitchface? Yes. Dickface? Uh, Dickface. Oh, oh bitch. you combined them. <laughs> bitch ass and Dickface. I couldn't remember which one we were using. <laughs> Gen- third generation <laughs> so general bitch face for- <laughs> we're not gonna get very far no um so general bitch face has a factory to yes. make criollo mm-hmm. which we have determined to be chocolate chocolate basically and everyone suspects that the criollo is a southern bean thing mm-hmm. and it has been like the side quest is what we said for uh yelena and the sh- chef castle chef oh yeah i don't even know that we talked about Rand. that yeah yeah so back in part two she had these beans she gave them to the commander commander was like figure out what to do with these beans to make my chocolate i ain't got time to deal <laughs> yeah. with beans so rand <laughs> the chef has been experimenting with making criollo and he's failing every single time they cannot figure out what they're missing obviously they don't have the recipe because general Bitchface is not going to give it to them he wants to make it for himself mm-hmm. this is the whole subplot going on for this book in addition to which is almost like the main conflict. Yeah. I think that's why this book is forgettable. Because, yeah. like, it's the conflict, but it's happening in the background. Yeah, I think probably because Yelena isn't privy to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Which is weird. Like, she's offset from the main conflict. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's where we stand with the Southerners and the chocolate knockoff and everything. So <laughs> Chocolate knockoff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so- <laughs> That's what got you, chocolate? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I just picture that really shitty Easter candy, like yeah. the chocolate that doesn't taste very yep. good. Yeah. It's like chocolate with a K. It's like, there's no chocolate <laughs> no. in this. Okay, it's dinner time. <laughs> fancy dinner. <laughs> it's fancy dinner time. <laughs> I just imagine, do you know the like Kool-Aid man that like busts through the wall? <laughs> it's dinner time. <laughs> oh my God, what is happening? I don't know. <laughs> There was not a single drop of alcohol on this table. No, which is, you would think this is the drunk episode. Yeah, no. <laughs> it does not. No, no. Mm-mm. We just have vegetables and cookies. <laughs> yeah. These are actually really good cookies. Yeah. I. So we're not sponsored by Goody Girl, but oh my God, if you could sponsor us, please, please do. But they're like gluten-free, healthier, thin mint cookies. They're called just mint cookies. <laughs> Bussin. You will eat the whole package. Oh my God, I have. I have <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't judge. I've done it too. Yeah. But we have it right next to our carrots and celery sticks. So, so we're, we're, we're feeling good about it. We're doing good. Yeah. yeah. Next door, like <clears throat> gigantic bowl of popcorn. Oh, just don't talk about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dinner time. It's dinner <laughs> it's time. Dinner time. <laughs> and um, yes. so Yelena is in her spot next to the commander. Mm-hmm. She's tasting the food. And Valak is there because he's in his like fancy dress uniform. And that was a whole scene. Oh, where, yeah. Like, they're getting ready for this fancy dinner. 
and Valak strides out and he's got his like whole jacket full of medals and it's like I, I pictured very structured like yeah like the thin waist uh like how k-dramas the guys have their suits like super tailored like, yeah. yeah like you can see everything it's like uh, that's maybe a little bit too much but like I like it I, I swear k-dramas have made me want like suits to make a comeback here yeah like, that's fair just yeah we're just so well dressed I know it's lovely yeah. it's inspiring mm-hmm. anyway Valak is very well dressed yes and Yelena is very appreciative mm-hmm. of his coat and he's yeah he has a cute little moment right? it is yeah because he's like kind of like tugging on the collar he's like i'm in my monkey suit and then she's like you're beautiful and he's like oh he kind of yeah, creams. I am. He, he creams does. a little yeah. head, like this little head toss. Is yeah. like, how you doing? Yeah, because then she even comments that he like stopped playing with it, and it's like oh, this man just needed a little like confidence boost. Well, I mean, after the skin suit, that's fair. He, he did. <laughs> he does not know how to dress. He knew. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah. so they're all sitting around this table. Mm-hmm. Things are progressing well, and Yelena goes to take a sip of this celebratory cognac. I think is yeah, what's it's born. like some kind of fancy wine yeah, liquor thing from and, the south. Yes, that the Southern delegation brought with them. And so she takes a sip and then she gasps and yells, <laughs> my love, not at Valak. She just yells, my love, yeah. and then passes out. Yeah, almost dies. <laughs> yeah, instantly, like one little drop and she's done. Yep. Um, and then she wakes up like three days later, mm-hmm. not knowing what is happening. Yeah. Um, Which, again, we talked about it off I want to say off screen, but we are not on a screen of any sort. No. Uh, off audio. <laughs> we talked about it. So, but it was kind of a fun callback because in the very beginning, he literally says, he's like, okay, so you're going to try this my love poison so that if you ever taste it again, you'll have like two seconds to scream out my love. And that can indicate who like we think the poisoner is. And then it literally happens because I feel like it's sometimes in fantasy books, they like talk about like the stakes and they're like, oh, you need to learn how to do this in case this happens. And like it never really happens. But this it happened. Like, I feel like it's one of those when they uh, talk about the title of the book in the book and then you read it and you're like, that's that's the title of the book I'm reading. (laughs) It was very cute. (laughs) Yeah, I loved how they tied it together. I also love like the poison's called my love. That's very fitting for a poison. <laughs> it is too. But also that yeah. she's she, no, <laughs> your your brain like oh that's a dark. dark. Yeah, <laughs> I was like ooh. <laughs> at first I was like oh cute oh no no cute. no not cute at all. <laughs> but it is cute that she has to shout my love. It is cute and for Valak to like mm-hmm. help everything out. Oh yeah, you're cute. <laughs> so. She's recovering after basically puking her guts out for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And um, hallucinating. Yeah, it's pretty strong stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Jenko and Ari. Ari? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like Ariana Grande. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love happened? her. <laughs> uh, I did like a shoulder move. Too. Yeah, it was, it was a whole <laughs> choreography right there. <laughs> a production. <laughs> uh, they kind of give her like a play-by-play of what happened, which is not much because Valak was so smooth with everything. Like she said my – well, she didn't yell it. She kind of gasped it. Yeah. And he's like, you're going down. And he like shoved her <laughs> off her stool under the table while he like in a very Valak manner switched the glasses around and was like, nope. We're all just gonna have happy wine here and yep. like no one noticed anything <laughs> except for like the commander and the people who are sitting there yeah yeah because when i was reading that scene i'm like oh shit like he's kind of suave like <laughs> yeah like oh that's, that's like a power what? move for valid like all right yeah we see the appeal yeah because you always see that like the male interest like freaks out and he's like you gotta save her right now and like eats himself out of the room but he's like oh get under the table <laughs> <laughs> you're done tonight <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah we love him but not the most you know it was what what's the word when you take care of people um <laughs> uh protective that's what i want to say but not 
Continue. Okay. <laughs> hamster, you got to eat it off again. <laughs> yeah. We might need a shirt with it. <laughs> uh, and the, the like hamsters on the sleeve. <laughs> He's like, oh my God. <laughs> so for the listeners or the readers, um, we have a guy at work who has been listening to our podcast, which makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. But he was like, you guys need to make T-shirts because he was talking about this one line that I said in the first episode. It's all Gucci on the home front. <laughs> and so Jordan and I were talking about making these T-shirts. If you ever watched iCarly, it's just these like plain T-shirts that have like weird phrases <laughs> written on them. And uh, that would be on one. And now the hamster wheel. The hamster on the make. front and then all the phrases on <laughs> on the back yeah. it's gonna happen oh god merch <laughs> anyways the uh, hamster uh, got anyway, yeeted the hamster yeeted and it also <laughs> yeeted my hamster because i don't know what i was gonna say uh ari and janko oh ari and janko okay yeah. so they they uh they help yelena recover she gets filled in on everything and it kind of comes about that while it was the southern delegation that brought the the drink poison drink uh, it's too obvious. The commander's smart. He's like, eh, they're not going to like bring out this wine and like pour it right in front of me and like be guilty of the the poison. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the mystery at the at the table here. Meanwhile, Yelena is trying to figure out this Crayola chocolate thing with Rand and they she's in the kitchen hanging out with him. And then I think he like angrily throws the a handful of these beans on the fire like this is horse shit like nothing's oh, yeah. happening and then it starts to smell really good <laughs> they're like mm, what like, is like that wait, we have to roast the co- <laughs> so onto something this made me super curious because i don't actually know a lot about chocolate making so do you roast cocoa beans uh, mm, like coffee beans i don't know uh let's look gonna... at the googs <laughs> so they kind of stumble on the mystery mystery process not ingredient to making criollo which is roasting these uh that was weird <laughs> Frog sound. <laughs> I'm digging that oh out for God. sure. <laughs> oh, we haven't made it into the fourth bullet point yet. Nope. Okay, so cocoa beans are roasted to develop the flavor. But is that for... Oh, yeah, it's for chocolate. Mm, fascinating. Okay, you learned something. Chocolate. Now, yeah. So as Rand and Yelena like, make this discovery about the Criollo, Yelena is probably saying something, and I don't remember what it is, but it's probably in reference to Valak, and Rand has this epiphany kind of thing where he gets mad at her and he accuses her of being in love with Valak. Oh, yeah. And it's like a point of self-discovery for Yelena where she's like, oh, that's why I think he's hot. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. <laughs> like, is that what's going on yeah. here? Because um, I think he's like trash talking Valak and she's like, well, he's like not actually that bad. And he like dramatic turns like, what did you say? Well, because Rand's background is really sad. Yeah. Did we super fucked up? It? No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. So Rand... So he's the castle castle chef, and mm-hmm. he's kind of young. Mm-hmm. Um, so Valak and the commander helped overthrow the monarchy. And Rand's um, dad or parents were were the king's chefs or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they died. I think they made the dad into the taste tester, right? Yeah, that's right. Or it was like his friend or... No, it, I think it was his dad or like a relative. Yeah, and um, he died because yeah. he ingested some poison. Yeah. Uh, so Rand had major beef um, and then he uh, tried to run away, like mm-hmm. escape to the south and mm-hmm. Valak chased after him and... Or or guards. Oh, yeah, and like hobbled him. And shattered his kneecap so he couldn't <laughs> run. <laughs> 
That sounds so more like in the book, it's kind of like, oh, you, you know, did all those things and it's like bad, but like, oh, Valak. But when you talk about it like yeah. that, that's like fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So Rand has a very tragic backstory. And yeah. so his like shadiness throughout is very much justified. Yeah. Um, oh, because we didn't talk about Captain Star, did we? Oh, no. And that was a whole point yeah. in, in part two. Like, did it happen in part two? Uh, I think it's in part three. Yeah. No, because they haven't gone to the meet yet. No, they meet Captain Star in part one. Right? Uh, right? Because she goes, there's the brawl. No. I'm so confused. See? This book. <laughs> I know. It's an oubliette. <laughs> uh, we'll come back to it and we'll yeah, kind of keep that's progressing. Um, so... The commander wants to take a trip to MD5, Military District 5, and he directs Valak to stay behind. And I don't remember why, but it's like commander is kind of not in his right mind. It's always it's kind of this impression that the commander is a little off mm -hmm. ever since he started hmm, wink taking the Priolo. <laughs> <laughs> that was subtle. <laughs> um, yeah. And so Valak is kind of unnerved by the commander's behavior, and he says, okay, well, I'll stay behind, sure. And But Yelena is going with the commander to MD5, which is coincidentally where General Bitchface is from. And so she has all of these internal, this turmoil going on, like, oh, this is the place where I was abused and going back to this awful hellhole. Before she leaves on this trip with the commander and this whole delegation, Valak kind of pulls her aside and gives her a hand-carved butterfly necklace. Mm, it's like, so cute. You're just like this butterfly. You're beautiful, but strong. <laughs> <laughs> does he say that? I don't... Dumb. Oh, yes. Yes, God. he does. Uh, it's, Big yikes. It's pretty cringy. Uh, but, yeah. you know, when I first read this, like, and if you're reading this for the first time, it's probably like, oh, adorable. I feel like when it's... When you're reading it, you're like, oh, this is actually kind of cute. But then saying it is cringy. <laughs> Just a little bit. I forgot, but right before she's getting ready to leave on this trip, she's mm -hmm. secretly meeting with the so southern magician, Iris. Oh, yeah. Who is also the leader of the delegation. Mm -hmm. So this is the chick who tried to kill her mm -hmm. in that bar fight thing. <laughs> Whoops. So, again, like all of these other additional layers are going on in the plot. Mm -hmm. It's a lot to take in. You're You're able to follow along. I think pretty well. I think so, yeah. But yeah, trying to replay this. No. Because no. it's all things happening at the same time. Yeah. Because I think before Yelena goes on this trip, uh, they meet with Captain Star, who's like this um, kind of rogue uh, spy lady who's like buying secrets, trying to like overthrow the commander or whatever. Because uh, Yelena and Mark go and they're like, oh, yeah, I have this like information to sell you. But like Valak knows about it the whole time. And he's like, uh, Mark is still actually working for me. And like, I know that oh, she was going to go yeah. sell that information. Like, it's like a double. <laughs> so it felt like the, the Captain Star plot was like unnecessary. unnecessary. It yeah. was too much going on yeah. with all the chocolate thing and general, the general mm -hmm. and way too much. Yeah. But it was a fun like espionage yeah. field trip, I guess. <laughs> well, I think it's it's just more opportunities for Valak to save uh, yeah, Yelena. that's the only time that that happens is when mm -hmm. Captain Star is targeting her, or she's like oh, embroiled true. in the plot with Marge. Yeah. Is when Valak has to step in and be like, oh, "I'm here for you, my love." Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> my love, I'm little. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> she goes on this delegation on this trip thing down to MD5. 
And Rand, because he's the chef, was also on this little trip. And like he and Yelena are like not buddy buddy, but she's kind of like, I understand you. I don't mm-hmm. like you, but like I get it, man. Yeah. Because uh, oh yeah, because he has like gambling debts. He yeah, he's gambling debts. He's working for Star. Yeah. And Yelena, I think, just feels sorry for him. Yeah. Also, because there's the sub romance plot between Rand and the castle seamstress. Oh yeah, like there's, <laughs> that felt unnecessary oh, very, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the episode title. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rand lures Yelena into the forest um, as they like stop for the night on mm-hmm. their way to MD5. Shocker! It's a trap. No. Oh, no, what is she going to do? Uh, Yelena fights back because it's like a trap set up by Star who is paid by someone else to like get Yelena. Because mm-hmm. we don't know yet why Yelena is special. She's just constantly being targeted like people want to kill her. Yeah. Yelena fights back and kills two men. And this is a big no-no because like, yeah, killed some people. You're going to die too. Oh, yeah. Because that's at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like that's why Yelena didn't get any mercy. Like, Yeah. It's the code of behavior thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, as she's fighting back, she's like, oh, I'm fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Who knew? <laughs> like I'm defending myself, but it doesn't matter. Oopsie. Yeah. <laughs> Except who appears. Um, Huzzah. Yep. So... He completely disobeyed the commander's order, snuck onto the the road trip as well, <laughs> and he appears in the in like the guise of like a ground soldier, basically, mm-hmm. um, and helps Yelena out by basically showing up and be like, "Hey, good job, honey! Like, yeah. You're a good fighter now." And then like calls in the cleanup crew, like, "We got two dead bodies on aisle five. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, let, yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> they like agree to." <laughs> I can't get over that. I know. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, <laughs> I will say, though, like, I feel like Valak is a required character for the world building of this because sometimes you get these fantasies that have these kind of very, like, strict code of behaviors or whatever and, like, this kind of utopian society almost where there's, like, very concrete rules and you can't deviate from them at all. But it's, like, Valak is the, like, more pragmatic one. He's, like, no, we need to kill some people, like, to make sure that the commander stays in power, like, and I'm going to break the rules, but it's to support the like government basically like it's a required thing for world building because like you can't just like gloss over stuff and then just like oh but it's okay if like she kills people it's like no they have like a cleanup crew they have you know a whole mm-hmm. underground system, like making sure that this system still works. Like he's very like politically gray. As yeah, a character because mm-hmm. originally he was like he was working for the monarchy and he was hired to. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So he has his own backstory, which is mm-hmm. he was going to assassinate the commander, like mm-hmm. on behalf of the king. Mm-hmm. The commander caught him and was like, hmm, "You're gonna die unless you do what I want you to do." And I was like, "Well, you're gonna be the one paying me, so I guess I'm no longer following the king." Yeah. So he like has zero. What's the word? Um, loyalty? Oh, yeah. Like, like political permanent. loyalty. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, the commander also carved like a giant C into his chest. Yeah. That was brutal. Dark. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Valak. But that's something I wish we'd probably gotten more of is like mm-hmm. a glimpse into Valak's yeah. personality maybe. Because mm-hmm. he's gone through a lot. Like he's <gasps> oh also was the taste tester for months. Mm-hmm. Taking a chance with his own life every yeah. single day. Yeah, because Valak, you get little tidbits of his personality and enough to be like, oh, he's like kind of cute, like him and Elena, like heart, but not enough to really know him. You know what I mean? Like know his motivations, his mm-hmm. intentions. Like he's like a fun character, but you don't like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. And this is book one of like 
seven or eight. Like, there's a fuck ton of them. Yeah, but this can stand alone. I would say so. I didn't read the other ones. <laughs> I, I read them, but again, I don't remember any of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's like the eighth time we've done <laughs> Okay. Anyways. Anyway. They all things go back to normal. The dead bodies are hidden. Valet goes back to being in disguise and they continue traveling to MD5. And the commander is appearing even more enscrolled is the best word. Mm, ensorcelled. <laughs> you, uh, okay. Oh my god. Ensorcelled. Wait, no, you're the wrong one. Isn't it? Enscrolled? I am like 70% confident on this one. Wow. Oh, no. In- and sorcerer. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked. Oh, my God. Oh, can we get a repeat? Thank you. <laughs> Goobs. And sorcerer. Uh, I have been thinking and scrolled for years. <laughs> I, it's fair. I mean, there's a lot of weird letters in weird places. It's so but my, my mind can't handle that revelation. I think I struggled to say this word at work one time and Rob corrected me. And I think that's when I I began to say it the correct way. I just love that you said, get fucked. <laughs> well, I was laughing the whole time because I thought that was like a live, like you realizing that you said it. Well, like, obviously. Because that's, it never, <laughs> that's never happened before. And then you're like, ensorcelled. And I'm like, no, that's the right way. <laughs> oh, readers, we are all over the place. Oh, my God. We're not going to make yeah, it. Yeah, I'd like to say I could blame it on my alcohol, but I've been drinking hot. water. I feel... <laughs> I am, I am legitimately embarrassed over that one because <laughs> I was so certain. Enscrolled. <laughs> <clears throat> Ensorcelled. <laughs> that was adorable. Anyways. Uh, um, Yelena um, is having a magic lesson with Iris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm crying again. I know. It's okay. okay. <laughs> We're going to make it through. Where did we leave? Okay. Basically, this, this trip happens. They make it to MD5. And Yelena, I think, has like an acrobatic session. Like she goes to perform or something. Do you recall that happening? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they get to the factory in the like castle or whatever, and the commander is immediately like, and the commander is immediately like whisked away, and like basically the mask is thrown off, and Brazil's like, anyways, I'm gonna be the new commander, and they throw Yelena into like a room, and she's like, haha, I spent my whole entire childhood here, bitch, and then she like bamboozles them, and then does like an acrobat thing out a window, and and then meets back up with Valak and the magician. That sounds right. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> they go back. So after all of that happens. <laughs> Next. So <laughs> Yelena and Valak together decide that they're going to explore General Bitchface's castle. Mm-hmm. And to get to the bottom of the mystery. Yeah. And it's as they're exploring the castle, Yelena is having all these flashbacks, but she's also being followed around by a ghost, mm-hmm. which I think has come up before, but we probably haven't mentioned it. Yeah. It's the ghost of Rayad. Mm-hmm. He's like taunting her. Like mm-hmm. he's just a ghost. Following her around, being like, I'm going to get you one day. You just wait. And it seemed completely weird and unnecessary. 
It kind of threw me off the first time, but also I felt like it was kind of like it worked almost because like she's being like haunted like um by the memories of everything that happened to her. And it was like a cool way to have it like kind of be at the forefront of her trying to do things because he just like pops up periodically like throughout the book. Mm -hmm. But it was just like a. I don't know. There's a line, and I really liked how they did this, where Rhea, well, I only haunt the the weak ones who, like, are haunted oh. by their memories. And, like, if only Valak could be haunted as well. But he's yeah. not bothered in the slightest <laughs> by anyone he's killed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was, like, an interesting tidbit. Like, mm-hmm. that was, like, a nice little glimpse into Valak yeah. as a character, too. Because mm-hmm. um, he's, like, actually a morally great character. Except not because he's... Yeah, he has, like, his own set of morals, almost. Yeah. Yeah. There's a... D and D ranking yeah. for that, like uh, uh, lawful. No, it's oh. like he's chaotic um, neutral, mm. uh. or chaotic good because he like chooses to follow the rules when it's convenient. But he's still killing people, so can he be good? Well, he saved the farmer dude whose kid got killed in the rollover accident. Right? Remember that scene? The little farmer was on trial because his son was accidentally killed by. Like a cart that ran over him. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of like sentencing the farmer to death because like it was his fault his son died. Mm-hmm. It was just completely out of his control. Uh, Valak sneaks him out of prison and yeah. like reassigns him to a farm in the south with a new identity and two children who have to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Yeah. But it's also kind of like a fucked up like you're going to be haunted by the son of your or the ghost of your son in these two kids. Yeah, like, like here, here are two children who are going to haunt you <laughs> yeah. for the rest of your life if you don't do it the yeah. right way. Yeah, so it's kind of savage, but but, but good. Yeah, like yeah. Valak is. We just need more of Valak. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They're exploring Brazil's Brazil's castle. Brazil's castle. <laughs> Dick face. <laughs> Dick face. Bitch ass. Uh, bitch face. <laughs> bitch face. I like. I like our final versions. <laughs> yes, and. This is kind of old hat to Yelena. She spent her childhood and her teenage years here. Um, and they're looking for clues for the Criollo. I think they're trying to piece together, like, mm-hmm. why is the commander ensorcelled? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Valak is, they, they part ways so they can cover more ground. Mm-hmm. And I think Valak's in another one of his skin suits. Actually. I'm almost positive he is. <laughs> he takes every opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said he wants her to look at his makeup. <laughs> Jordan just did a little like showgirl shuffle. <laughs> Honestly, probably. He's like, I look good in these. <laughs> but he doesn't. No one looks good in the wetsuit. No. <laughs> no. But he, for a little bit more serious of a tone, he goes into one Rayod's old laboratory. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I Need to calm down because yeah. this is not funny. This is not a good scene. <laughs> no. And he walks out of this room, Rayad's torture room, basically, mm-hmm. and runs into Yelena. And she describes Valak as his face just being bone white. Yeah. And this haunted expression on his face. Yep. And because she never told him what yeah. happened. Yelena never revealed it. Um, but now he has a pretty good idea of what happened. It's soon to yeah. be revealed. They keep kind of exploring the castle and they find this room where there's rows of children who are just kind of sitting in this mind mindless coma kind of phase just mm-hmm. staring at nothing doing nothing and they realize or like they kind of piece together that uh what's been happening is they're harvesting like 
these children to act as vessels for magic. Mm -hmm. It's very dark. Yeah. Because um, Captain Bitchface has like a uh, an advisor who's always present, like Moggin. 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 And uh, they kind of piece together that he's a magician. Yeah. Who's been like there illegally, and that's how he's helping Brazzle um, bamboozle his way into being the commander by using these children. <laughs> yeah, so the... The whole other overarching plot is mm -hmm. the fact that it's pretty well established that despite being anonymous, uh, General Bitchass or Bitchface, like <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, he's going to be the commander's successor, mm -hmm. and the Criollo is involved, and Malkin is also involved. Mm -hmm. um, when they when they find these children, uh, they're captured. Malkin appears, and they're like, "Ha ha, I got you!" And they throw. <laughs> uh, it did feel a little Scooby Dooey. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's like Bowser's castle. Like, mm, mm -hmm. yeah. I got that vibe. Mm -hmm. And they're thrown in the dungeon together. First off, why do you, like, you don't put your prisoners together? Like, uh, I think they were in separate cells. Were they? I think so. Because they were, like, touching hands through the, or oh. listening to each other or something. But the next scene, they're not. <laughs> Is it? Uh, maybe it's the scene after. I think it's the scene after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because they're they're imprisoned, and that mm -hmm. was kind of going with the flow. He's yeah. like not too alarmed by <laughs> He's like kind of calm. Yeah, and so she starts panicking because in the midst of all this, the, she needs her antidote for the butterfly's dust. Which oh she shit! Said, yeah. yeah. So again, another layer of things happening in the story, which mm -hmm. is just like it's exciting. a little bit. But at the time when you're reading it, you're like, oh fuck yeah, yeah. It and doesn't. Then, feel, <laughs> <laughs> another one. <laughs> It's like left and right, there's yeah. things going on for Yelena to be attacked by. And this latest yeah. thing is her antidote, which the commander was giving to her. Mm -hmm. uh, she no longer has access to, so she's going to die. <laughs> um, so, like, she starts having, like, stomach cramps mm -hmm. in this prison. And it's at this point where Valak is like, oh, yeah, that thing. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> so that thing killed me. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just, like, vibing in the dungeon. He's like, oh, no, you're going to be fine. And she's like, excuse me? <laughs> like, this whole thing that's been keeping Ooh, me prisoner <laughs> as, like, taste tester for yeah. months is yeah. not real. Yeah. But what a convincing, like, way to keep your taste testers in line. Like, that's that's pretty devious. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the way it works, too, is very clever, is mm -hmm. that the actual butterfly's dust one isn't real. Like, mm -hmm. it's an actual poison. It's called, like, white fright, I think. Yeah. Or is that the antidote? Uh... I don't know. Anyway, One of the two. Anyway, yeah. so the antidote that he's been giving her, I just had a moment of panic where I was, am I saying antidote correctly? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Antidote. <laughs> antidote is actually like an addictive chemical yeah. that like her body has gotten used to at this point. And so she'll go through withdrawal symptoms, <laughs> kind of like being on crack, I yep. think. <laughs> Probably. Um, but she'll be fine as long as she doesn't like mentally succumb to the I'm going to die thing. Yeah. I, if I were Yelena, I would have been a lot more angry. Oh, I would have been pissed. Like, like bro. <laughs> that's not cool. Yeah. But again, like, they don't exactly have the time and it's not the place for it. Yeah. But they devise this plan for Yelena to basically fake her death because mm -hmm. that's what they expect to happen, the guards and bitch face and all of them. Mm -hmm. So the next, she pretends to die. She's lying on the floor. And this gives Valak the opportunity to attack the guards. Um, when they come to drag her body out. Mm -hmm. That's what makes me question, like, are they in the same cell or did he? I think they were in cells next to each other and he, like, used his magic ninja assassin skills to, like, yeet him through the... Didn't she or get someone... lockpicks? Yeah. Yeah. See, she had, like, pins in her hair. Yeah. And... Yeah. Because a... Janko taught her how to pick locks. Yeah. So there was a very convenient way for yeah. him to get access and... 
Again, it felt more natural when you're reading it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they escape. They disable the guards. And they decide to, like, camp out in the castle. Like, they find a closet or something. They're like, we're just going to hunker down here instead of running away. Right? Yeah. And when I was reading it, it made sense. But now thinking, like, why Why did they, like, wait? Oh, because mm, I still don't know. But, yeah, they decide to wait. Yeah, so they they don't leave the castle right away. They find a closet to hang out in, mm-hmm. and it's in this castle. I'm, I know you're like <laughs> nervous. I am. I feel flustered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is flustered, Jordan. <laughs> I fold things. I turn. Yeah, you know, I went through a napkin folding phase where I learned how to like do different flower folds, and that checks out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a resident. Regency woman is becoming more Regency as a, we go. This is a story pl- this, like subplot in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> like how much Regency training has Jordan gone through? So much. I have a teacup collection. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just turned to the right and they're all looking at me. I had no idea. <laughs> I've just like skipped past that every time I've been in this room. Wow. Yeah, she's got all kinds of fancy glasses in there. Are you from the past? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I think I am. I'm very suspicious of Jordan now. Anyway. Oh, she's fanning herself too. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm on to you. <laughs> I, we gotta finish this book. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last part. Uh they hunker down in these jail cells for some reason. Yeah. It feels legitimate in the book, but right now we can't remember it. And this is the scene. This is the scene. It's very romantic not yeah there's uh, like rat droppings and stuff yeah, like it's gross and like they have this very rushed confession of love like, mm-hmm. i wish i could describe this better maybe it i almost feel like we should read it because it's very like abrupt and uh, that was kind of the thing that irritated me is like they had time but like uh the ending of this book felt like a lot was happening all at once and the romance almost felt like a secondary like oh gotta wrap that up too let's get her done um, cause like Val, like he's like doing something else. And then he's like, before we go on this, like probably death defying like trip, like I love you, but it's like very like, well, okay. He's like at the point that he can confess his love and then they have sex. It's yeah. literally in the last like 10 pages. <laughs> like I found the, I love you scene, but I can't find. Oh, it's right after. See, that's what I mean. It's right after the, I love you scene. And then it's just said in such like flowery language that you don't know it's a sex scene. But it's literally, think of all of the metaphorical language to talk about sex, and that's in this book. But it's only for, like, 0.2 paragraphs. <laughs> it felt super rushed. You know yeah. what they could have done is they could have not concluded the the Valak and Yelena mm-hmm. romance in this book and yeah. just dragged it out and be like, oh, we have feelings for each other, but we're not going to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Especially with how it ends. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a really good, that would have immediately made you want to read book two. But no, you get a romance romantic conclusion basically mm-hmm. very quickly in this mm-hmm. dang closet where they're like i love you i love you too okay yeah. let's go take down general bitch face and his you know magician pet yeah um and then you get like part three big breakup scene kind of at the very end but it feels like mm, but, okay but not like yeah. okay this is how it's supposed to happen anyway they have their confession of love they do some things <laughs> it's fine <laughs> Um, and then they decide, okay, now we can leave the castle. They go and get reinforcements. Jenko and the Southern Magician, Iris. And, and Ari. Don't forget. And Ari. Jenko and Ari. <laughs> and Iris. Um, and then they go back to the castle. And there's like an epic battle because, of course, there's always an epic battle at the mm-hmm. End, mm-hmm. very end of the book. And 
we re- we learn that Jen. Oh my God, words are hard. It's okay. We have like three lines to go. Mon- <laughs> we, we do. <laughs> so Monken has kind of been working underhandedly with General Bitchface. So mm-hmm. the there's two plots going on. General Bitchface wants to be the successor. He's got mm-hmm. his Criollo factory, and he was actually working to get a trade agreement with the South, mm-hmm. which is actually fine like i don't see anything wrong with that but Mogken was like the southerners want to kill me because mm-hmm. i'm an evil asshole who kidnapped <laughs> children and use them for my own power yeah because he's done this before because that's how like eris got involved she's like um what did you say this guy looks like that sounds like the psychopath serial killer we had down south <laughs> yeah and and then they realize that oh yeah it is in fact him so he is wanted in our country <laughs> yeah. and he's like you can't let the southerners in here because i'm gonna die Ugh. um yeah Basically, battle happens. They take down Makin, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Yelena does some magic stuff to disable Makin. Kind of, yeah. It was very vague, yeah. And she kind of throws her pocket knife at him, mm-hmm. but it doesn't quite work. Mm-hmm. And it gives Valak this opportunity to like swoop in. That is true. Yeah, mm. and like he takes the knife. It's very theatrical for no reason whatsoever. And he like <laughs> uses her pocket knife to kill Makin, and yeah. then he like bows in the middle of this fucking fight to Yelena and says, your knife, my love, or something <laughs> like that. And <laughs> we love a man with some pizzazz. <laughs> he should have been in the skin suit. Like, Honestly, the, he was. There's no doubt. Yeah. Even if he was like, like under his clothes. He's yeah. like, <laughs> Let me take it off really quick. Yelena's <laughs> just watching like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. they kill Makin, but the commander is still in this coma funk thing. I love this scene. This is probably the coolest part of the whole fucking book like worth it to read this book to figure out this main reveal which you will not see coming i guarantee it and it's not even like a reveal it's more like a background information like so cool just such a fucking like fuck yeah (laughs) i immediately wanted to know more i know i want i want the commander story i would mm, pay money oh my god can you imagine oh bussin that is a badass character yeah. okay uh, tell us why the reveal <laughs> so the commander is still in his coma and yelena mm-hmm. is like i think i can i think i can help him i can pull him out of this because he's in brainwashed like the children are brain- brainwashed mm-hmm. but like not gone gone mm-hmm. so yelena kind of basically goes into the commander's brain mm-hmm. and she finds him in this landscape of mountains and snow mm-hmm. and there's a whole backstory that we learned in the very beginning of the book about how there's these mythical kind of uh, snow cats snow cats yeah uh like yeah terror like because mm-hmm. like the commanders were like how do we deal with the snow cats and they're like just leave a bunch of meat for them and pray and they're yeah. like what because <laughs> they're like gigantic white tigers that yeah. will kill like cannot be killed at Fuck all yeah and so the commander's story is um, he's from the north and he went on a tiger snowcat hunting expedition all by himself to like prove himself. Mm-hmm. And so this is where in his mind that Yelena finds him mm-hmm. and he's like in the mountains. There's, I think, a dead snowcat mm-hmm. at at his feet, at his feet, covered in blood, and Yelena's <sighs> like looking at him, like, "Why do you look so familiar, but not mm-hmm. like you look like the commander's sister?" Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Oh shit, that's not the commander's sister. It's in fact the commander who yeah. is 
a woman. Yeah. And born the, a woman. And the commander has this like badass like monologue in the middle of like mm-hmm. this barren landscape covered in blood. And she's like, I have killed the snow cat. I have uh, declared myself as a man. Like, you must see me as a man, like who I was supposed to be born as. And you're just like watching this like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was a whole huge, like powerful moment for yeah. the commander. And his thing is that he was born as a woman, but he never felt like he was a woman, mm-hmm. which this book came out in 2005. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge reveal, but it felt so natural yeah. in the story and mm-hmm. for the commander. Yes. And I forget exactly how Yelena pulls him out of it. Oh, they're on the like barren snowscape and the commander is basically like, I need to escape and get back to, you know, uh, what's going on, but I'm surrounded by all of these enemies. Mm-hmm. And they're like formed a circle like off in the distance around them to keep them inside. And then Yelena's like, well, um, they're just men. So like, let's kill them. And she's like, Fuck yeah! <laughs> so they do like a like a back to back battle. Yeah, scene. yeah. That's, I think that's what happens. And <laughs> so course. they like start you know killing these uh, like soldiers or whatever, and then they like make it through. And then the commander kind of like turns to her and she's like, and he's like, thank you. And then they like pop back into existence or something. Yeah, and, yeah. and everyone wakes up and it's yeah, good. it's good, but it's not good because oh shit, they violated the code of behavior. Yeah, oopsie. Yeah, and so there's some there's some cleanup. Mm-hmm. Like actions that need to happen. So first of all, commander's like, well, fuck general bitch face. Like yeah. they're addressing that issue. And meanwhile, the commander needs Valak like by his side to mm-hmm. help run the country. Mm-hmm. And but also Yelena is a southerner who was kidnapped as a child and has mm-hmm. magic like definite magic, which is illegal in the country. So the commander issues this like, well, I'm going to issue you your death sentence in this country, but it's only valid here. I suggest you leave and I'm (laughs) going to issue this in like 24 hours. So there's your head start. I love her whole like admin error thing. She's like, yeah, or he's like, "Uh, yeah, I need to, you know, put out this death order, but like Valak's not going to do it. So I have to find someone else like, hmm, it's going to take me a couple days. Hint, hint. Exactly. So Yelena's like, guess I'm going to the South. And Valak, I, if anything, I loved this part of the book Mm -hmm. because Valak is saying, you need to find your identity, find your family. Yeah. Like, you need to discover your power. I have cleanup I need to do here. Mm -hmm. Like, I value my job. I really appreciated that she didn't just wrap this up as a, like, Valak and Yelena right off into the sunset. Yeah. This was a very much, like, both have adult responsibilities and Mm -hmm. things to figure out on their own. And Mm -hmm. so they, Valak and Yelena agree to part ways, Mm -hmm. but, like, reunite later. They're like, yeah. You go figure your stuff out. I'm going to help the commander and we're good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I love you still, honey. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought it was um, very in Valak's character. Like, we only got a little bit of like tidbits of it, but you kind of get that when he gives his, maybe not loyalty to someone, but like for all intents and purposes, his loyalty, like he's 100% in, like no holds bar. And so he's like, the commander needs me. Like he has to, you know come back from all of this crazy shit like i can't just leave and it's just this very like in character like oh like i i respect that like you didn't just like dip out because you're in love and you have this mess behind you exactly (laughs) yeah and this may sound like in summary like it's not a happy ending for these two characters but i would say it is it's kind of like the graceling ending yeah it is it's exactly like that Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh where it's like 
a little bit bittersweet, but satisfactory. Yeah, like the romantic plot is wrapped up. Mm-hmm. It's it's not bad. Like they're they're together. They're just not physically together to mm-hmm. pursue these other missions. Yeah, which is what could have been changed, right? To like make I don't need to read book two yeah. to feel satisfied with the story. Mm-hmm. So if they had not wrapped up the Valakulana romance line and like introduced more conflict throughout there mm-hmm. and like not wrapped it up, I would have read the next books immediately yeah i would have too because i feel like a alternate ending could have been that they didn't have that like super rushed you know confession of love and it's at that point when they're about to go ways and she's like well i don't want to leave you and he's like well i have to stay here and then they have some kind of like questionable end that would have immediately would have been like oh book two (laughs) dude i would have loved to have seen a private conversation between the commander and Valak where Valak <gasps> is like, I am not killing this woman. Like, yeah. this is the love of my life. But he doesn't tell Yelena and he yeah. can't tell Yelena. The commander's like, you need to clean your shit up, but okay, fine. Fuck. That would have been way better. Yeah. Isn't that like an epilogue? Um, uh, is that what that's called? It could have been, right? If they hadn't wrapped the like the romantic uh-huh. line up. Yelena goes off and then yeah. like epilogue is. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm not going to fucking kill her. And the commander's like, well, like, and Yel- what do we do? <gasps> but Yelena thinks he's going to kill her. <gasps> <laughs> I love it. Oh, my god! We could write that fan fiction. I 100%. Hmm. Jordan Hazard, like, I'm thinking face on. Because hmm. yeah. that would be bussin'. So much better yeah. conflict. I, it really would have. We'll write uh, a fanfic for the commander because oh, I yeah. love oh, him. I want to make a love interest for the commander. I could see that, but I also, whenever I think of the commander, I think of, um, who's that, like, army dude? Or he's not even in the army. Uh, Call Sign Chaos. That was his book. Mattis? General Mattis. Yeah. That's exactly who I think of when I think of the commander. Like, the whole, like, warrior monk thing or whatever. 100% the same concept. Yeah. <laughs> That's the vibes I get. But also, I could see, like, a cute, like, tender love romance. <sighs> I just love his character. Yeah, he's cool. Give me more. We don't get enough. We don't nope. get enough of the of the dude characters. Like we got way more of Rand mm-hmm. than we which did was, of Valak and the Commander, which is weird because like his story arc didn't really impact anything. It almost felt like Rand was created to <gasps> be the romance. Oh shit! Yeah, and then like they changed. I could see that where it just like didn't work out. Yeah, mm. it would be fun if they played that up a little bit more because there's like some allusions to like oh like Yelena and Rand or like maybe there's something, mm-hmm. but then there's also this underlying like oh no Rand is for sure with the seamstress chick. It's almost like they killed the love triangle, like it was designed to be mm. a love triangle, and then maybe an editor was like, "We've had oh, enough of no. that." <laughs> yeah. That was a good decision, yeah. but <laughs> maybe the cleanup crew on that wasn't quite there. See, they need Valak's cleanup guys. He <laughs> disposed <laughs> two bodies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But that was poison study. Mm-hmm. Maria it's so Snyder. much better than we explained it, I swear. This is definitely a book that needs to be read. Like, if you mm-hmm. like Crown Duel, if you like, what's another similar? I feel like if you like The Fourth Ring, but you're kind of disappointed, right, I feel like this is a better wing. version. Um, I, I'm trying to, there is another book that kind of is a similar concept. I feel like if you, oh, that's what I was thinking. So if you like the first Throne of Glass book by Sarah Mass, um, oh. I know Jordan didn't totally love it. Um, I uh, I read most of the series. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. But I didn't 
love it the entire time. That's fair. I feel like I actually made that. Did I talk about that during part one? I want to. Yeah, because the opening scene is yeah, very similar. identical, identical. So mm-hmm. I feel like if you like that first, the first book, because I feel like the first book of the Throne of Glass series kind of stands alone a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, if you liked that and wanted more, you should read Poison Study for sure, hands down. And um, this author has a huge catalog. Like, so she's yeah. got other series set in the same like southern. Yeah. Country. Did, uh, the Healer series and the Glass series. Is the Healer study a series by her? Yeah. Oh, shit. Because that's a really good one. Like he- Crystal Healer. Healer and something like that. Yeah. What is that? What is it called? Because that was oh, a really good one. Like the power of something. Um, I, w- I went through a phase where I just like- I Has read, like a girl on the cover like holding oh, yeah. something. Yeah. I read Poison Study and then I immediately read every other book she- I did too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I didn't read the rest of the series, but I read the other one, the yeah. Healer one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I- a part of me, though, feels like that's not by the same person. No, it has to be. That's I, what I thought, I'm too. Convinced. But All right, let me, I can just, uh, Maria Snyder. Are you guys getting these, like, ASMR sounds as I'm typing on my computer? I really hope so. <laughs> Dinosaurios. Oh, that's what not the, the book I'm looking for. Looking <laughs> okay, Goodreads. I, okay. This I'm, is, I'm looking. I'm looking for This is the exact it. venue for this discussion while Jordan is pulling Touch up. Touch of power. Yeah. And it has a little like girl yep. in the purple dress Holding on it. Holding like an orb. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's by Maria Snyder? Yep. Oh, okay. That's a bus in one too. But mm-hmm. it, it suffers the same like oubliette. Like I have no idea what this book is about because I could not I, tell yeah, you. I know I read this book. <laughs> Gun to my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But Goodreads search function sucks balls. Yeah. Like, you type something in, and, like, if you missed one word, it's like, I have no idea what book you're talking I've never heard of that book in my life. If you've ever searched in a library, like an online library mm. database, it's, like, the same function. Like, if you search the yeah. wrong order of an author's name, you're not going to get any. Yeah. Search. It's like, can we get some, like, AI up in here to fix this? Because, like, what the fuck? Because that happened to me, Iron Widow. I kept typing in the Iron Widow, and it was like, I have never heard of this book before. What are you talking about? It's like, this book has been read by, like, 100,000 people. What are you talking about? I sent you an article. It's it was an Atlantic article about Goodreads. Oh, it was locked behind a pay thing, oh, so I couldn't read it. Um, Please paraphrase though, because I'm interested. Okay. Um, so in short, it's basically Goodreads is trash for book reviews. Like you cannot trust mm. any of the that that was harsh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not trash for book reviews, but it can be abused. It has been abused mm. by like review bombing for people like new authors, um, mm-hmm. and then like frenemy and enemy or somebody hates them. Yeah. So like gets a bunch of people online to like leave shitty reviews about a book that they've never read. I mm. guess it's happened a couple times mm-hmm. where um like an author or a reviewer has been bullied. Mm. Um, so it's this review bombing thing and it's happened to movies too i think yeah. it happened to barbie too on rotten tomatoes oh i could see that yeah but basically you can't trust necessarily the rating scheme because they're not um verified yeah in any way. Like, i could see that because um so a deadly education i feel like we've talked about it a couple times by naomi novik um it had really bad reviews when i first went to read it and i'm like i don't know like i love everything naomi novik's written like this is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And so I put it off for like a really long time just because of good re- reviews were all like, oh, this book is like not good. And then I read it and I'm like, this is bussin. Like, what are you guys talking mm-hmm. about? And then you actually like read the reviews and you're like, mm, this is kind of like an incoherent point. Like, I don't even know. It's like know. somebody who read the back cover and that's yeah. all they know about the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they're like on some kind of like, you know, quest because they're like, oh, I heard one person's opinion about this book and I think it's trash. Like, like the opposite of what happened with the fourth wing where mm-hmm. like one person thought it was good and then everybody's like oh yeah the fourth wing love it yeah <laughs> like hopped on the hate train <laughs> that's why 
some way to verify like the yeah so this is not a great way but you know amazon can tell when you finished reading a book on Kindle. oh yeah uh, so like oh it can tell if you went, mm-hmm. like i mean you can scroll through and like click through all the pages but mm-hmm. that's a lot of pages to click yeah because uh amazon has that like verified purchaser thing mm-hmm. in their reviews where it's like yeah this person bought this item like you could probably mm-hmm. trust them it'd be cool if they had with that with goodreads with like the major book purchasers like barnes and noble and like amazon or something Mm -hmm. just so it's a little bit more like this person actually read this book (laughs) yeah but that kind of goes into the whole like marketing thing we we were talking about about Mm -hmm. these books like oh did you get a swag bag for this arc that you yeah okay i guess you're leaving a good review which is kind of the whole like opposite point point (laughs) yeah yeah um that's why i appreciate when some people kind of flag it they're like oh i received an arc in exchange for like a unbiased opinion but then there's sometimes when they like say that and you still like look through it and you're like "Mm, this is the only five-star review of this entire book (laughs) that's that's how i felt about um that's the smith Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until I found, like, another reviewer, like, who had the same points that I had. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm not crazy. Okay, yeah. But I will say this for Goodreads. Like, not, I don't want to shit on Goodreads mm-hmm. because back in the day, it was, like, the only this go-to. Is, it well, still is. Like, I don't know any other mm-mm. book catalog. Yeah. Yeah. But their list, like, Listopia, <gasps> I think is what it's called, amazing. Yeah. Like, if you can find a list from the number of times I have searched for uh, romances featuring, featuring like letter writing. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one that owns that list. <laughs> uh, I don't own that list, but I've definitely searched for that list and it does exist. Um, oh my God. I'll link it in I our show that. notes. Yes, um, please. Oh my gosh. Because that's how I was looking through fantasy romance books to find and that's how I read uh an air of fire and um, oh my god the other the winter king one the ones that jordans are like are you so fucking bad. kidding me and i'm so like, bad so good. <laughs> but yeah the yeah. lists the lists are user generated and mm-hmm. like anyone can add to them yeah so like but like fairy tale retellings mm-hmm. like the number That's, of yeah mm-hmm. the like cinderella and beauty and the beast mm-hmm. ones those yeah. are the big ones except (laughs) so i was trying to make a reel for our instagram and i was looking up um some of the very like dark romance books Uh (laughs) yeah and so i found a list that had them on it and when you click on the book it'll tell you other lists that that book is on Mm -hmm. (laughs) and haunting adeline have you seen that i've seen the book around i don't think i will ever read it but like um just based on some of the reviews that i've read have like trigger warnings that i'm like not super comfortable with but um it had book lists that it, that book is also on, and it's like the greatest books of all times. What? <laughs> I know. And the first like three pictures were like The Giver, Harry Potter, and then like Percy Jackson or something. <laughs> I'm like, if you were reading those books, you should not be reading Hunting Adeline. Like, please don't. <laughs> Maybe we should do a list for the, for the pod. Uh, oh, all the books we've done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like rank them. Yeah. I mean, Crown Duel will be at the top, but obviously. You know. <laughs> It's not really going to be a surprise, but that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then people could follow him. Oh, thank you. Ooh, ooh. We're, we always try to do new things. I, yeah, it's, we, yeah. Our, this is, this is a part-time job and we're not getting paid. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. We are doing this for funsies and <laughs> it's a lot sometimes. But it is so much fun. Like, it I, really is. I learn new words every time. <laughs> oh my God. I do too. I mostly feel embarrassed that this is going to be yeah. on the internet for the rest of oh time. Oh my God. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> yeah. But that, anyways, that's part three. That was poison study. Thanks for yeah. making it through with us. We appreciate you. I don't just say that. <laughs>
If you're I still listening, mean it in my entire <laughs> being. If you can listen to us and to me mispronounce so yeah. many words. Yes, <laughs> all of the words, basically. I don't know how this is coherent. I saw that we have listeners in outside of the United States, which. Oh my God, I'm sorry. It, I, yeah, if you were listening to this, like, God bless you. Because, um, uh,. Mm-mm. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I I can barely understand. Add, this. add in like our weirdness on top of of, of American English, which yeah. is already fucking weird. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, no way. In ugh. in mm-hmm. the hamster died. <laughs> yeah, the hamster got like flung into New Zealand. There's like a in 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 There's a lot of vowels in there. There's a word that means like you can't incorrigible. Is that it? Kind of like incoherent, but the other one that like nobody can say. There's there's a lot that meet that criteria. That is true. We'll just we're gonna close leave that. that. We're gonna for the imagination. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. good. Anyway, from our shelf to yours. We'll see you on the next page. Hi, readers. If you'd like to help us pick our next book, send us a message on Instagram. Or if you'd like to just listen, we post new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. Thanks for listening. Bussin'.